the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Minneapolis-St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Deadliest year in three decades for Mexican journalists and media workers. Fifteen deaths so far this year. That follows a brazen near-miss attack this week on one of that country's most prominent journalists. Two gunmen on a motorcycle shot TV journalist Ciro Gomez Leva's armored vehicle 200 yards from his home. He managed to survive. A judge has set bond at $50,000 for the father of an Illinois man charged with killing seven people at a parade on the 4th of July near Chicago. Robert Cremo Jr. is accused of helping his son get a gun license and is charged with seven felony counts of reckless conduct. Gasoline continues to slide. National average for a gallon falling seven cents, now at three nineteen a gallon. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications holding corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. AM 1280, The Patriots. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather today, chance of snow, high of 21. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 14. Then Monday, mostly cloudy and a slight chance of snow and a high of 17. Hour two of the Narn with Mitchburg is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My role to bring the truth to the masses in some cases, whether they like it or not. Uh, super spreader of the truth, in fact, in epidemiological terms. I am reminded of that by my next uh, guest here, by the way, from the uh, uh, Legislative Evaluation Assembly. Uh, and a uh, Occasionally from Elephant in the Room when uh, the situation warrants. Uh, good friend John Augustine joins us today. John, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Always a pleasure. So 
You were on uh, Brad Carlson's show a couple of weeks ago. You did the uh, the annual report. Right before the primary. Actually. Right before the primaries. That's right. And uh, we, we, you talked a little bit about some of the uh, the, the, the expectations uh, going ahead. Uh, let's talk about – we'll talk about last year. We'll talk about predictions for next year uh, and, and, and things to look out for next year. I will talk about my prediction and get yours as well, by the way. Sure. Uh, since my predictions during the election happen to have been by purely – parodic accident, the most accurate of anyone on the Twin Cities Republican circuit. I will come back to that in a moment here. I think my prediction about the Minnesota state budget is going to wind up being the most accurate one in the media as well. We'll I'll be fascinated to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it, too. Fascinating. You're nothing if not a diplomat, uh, diplomat, John Augustine. But first of all, let's uh, let's talk for those who are new to the show and new to to you and your and your group. uh, Describe the legislative evaluation assembly to the, uh, the the casual listener. We're a nonprofit, nonpartisan group that exists to educate Minnesotans about their state government and the performance of their legislature. We've been around since 1972. We're about education and evaluation. Uh, we do not endorse candidates or give money to candidates. We do uh, present awards to those that score highest in our annual report. It's what we're best known for, our annual report. And you can get information about it from our, at our website, www.lea-mn.org. Uh, that's where also you can sign up to become a member. We're, we rely on memberships and donations uh, for our funding to produce the report and so forth. And uh, it's uh, just $10 to become a member. And it's all grassroots driven. We give uh, members a chance to come to our annual banquet and they elect a board that is tasked with overseeing the production of the next year's report. And I'm one of the members of the board. Okay, so let's uh, look. Uh, let's look back at the last session, two thousand twenty-two. There's some, from your perspective, from the uh, evaluation, legislative evaluation assembly's perspective. There's some unfinished business, some things you want to uh, make sure that people are aware of that are that are ongoing. Let's see, itches that need to be uh, scratched as far as uh, leftovers from the last session. Uh, do go into details, John Augustine. Well, even in the allegedly divided government that we've been, been under for the past few years. The entire approach to governing needs to change. Uh, we, uh, we've seen that our current governor, unlike all previous governors from the time I was old enough to start following politics, has not had to veto a single bill. Uh, so dictated the content of legislation that gets to his desk that he doesn't even even think about vetoing anything. That, that may not change this year. With, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, you know, that's not very functional to, uh, you know, separation of powers. And uh, we've got uh, we've got an awful lot of power being concentrated in just a few legislative leaders and the, and the governor and the governor's administration. Yeah, and, it, it, that, and, that, that's been something we've been complaining about for quite some time. I it, really... it was magnified during COVID and the, all the virtual sessions where legislators didn't even get to meet each other in person and talk about uh, bills from different parts of the state to just... All that, all that. Uh, hopefully, that maybe turns the corner a bit. But you, do, you uh, see, do you see the DFL? I mean, even in I remember even in 2010 and during the 20 I believe it was a 2011 shutdown. Uh, a good chunk of the of the work that got done at the end of the day was done by, by the the troika really of the of the governor, 
the Senate uh, Majority Leader and the Speaker of the House, whoever they were at that given t- at, at that time. Well, the the, other, the uh, when there was a stalemate, and then you get to special session, right? Sometimes yeah. you get to special well, session, or you'd have the final last minute negotiations. Because that's, up to that's the, where it's magnified, you right? Know, with that, the pressure they have to have to do something, have to do something for the budget, and and so then they have the then it, it goes to special session that it concentrates the power among the few. Uh, leaders, uh, special interest groups like that, because they only have to influence just a few people right. to get everything they want. And you think so, that's gonna? You think there's any chance that that becomes less predominant now that the DFL owns the Troika in St. Paul? Well, one one uh, example of that, of course, is omnibus the proliferation of omnibus bills and used not only for the budgets but also to insert policy into bills that uh, would would otherwise need to pass budget bills and so forth and. You would think if one party controls government that they wouldn't necessarily need to do that as much, that they could uh, stay more to uh, voting on just narrow single subject bills. But uh, with a lot of public, without a lot of public pressure, I don't think that's going to change because there's a lot of advantage uh, to uh, leadership in terms of they don't have to worry as much about accountability when you can put a whole bunch of good and bad into one bill, mm-hmm. and it's much easier to uh, you know excuse uh, uh, bad policy or bad votes that way. So without a lot of public pressure, I don't really think that's going to change much. And the one nice thing about being a troika, if you are part of the of the trifecta, I said troika, it's trifecta, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> Although I may stick with troika for the next two years here, is that you triumvirate? Can, triumvirate. <laughs> that's right. The the council of uh, the the council of public safety. Yeah. No. The uh, I mean the one I think about is for at least the next two years they can completely ignore public pressure. I mean public pressure really has no effect on anyone when you really literally control all of the levers of government. I mean all three branches: uh, legislative, well, executive, judicial. They're all DFL. Yeah, I mean on, clubs. only at the margins where somebody. Would would literally be just motivated uh, to vote against someone just for that particular issue and that exercise, and we know what some of those issues are. But um, so it's getting back to uh, 2022 a little bit that see it's gotten to the point where they they have these negotiations on bills and they forget that they haven't even followed the their own rules and processes uh, in putting something together. So, I mean, the most uh, egregious example this past year was House File 4065, uh, probably the most blatant abusive process since the Viking Stadium bill a decade earlier. (laughs) And uh, on the floor, speakers referred to what was agreed to coming out of conference committee and even mentioned some of the legislators that were involved in the negotiations. There's just one little problem with that. There was no conference committee for House Bill 4065. There couldn't be. There was none appointed. There's no meeting minutes. Uh, There's no report produced. There couldn't be since the bill was never even brought to the Senate floor until the last day of session, business day of session. And then it came to the Senate floor. It had a 465-page, or four, excuse me, 458-page delete all amendment containing a small section removing controls on edible cannabinoids. So, yeah, it was that bill that okay. really didn't get much. And whatever you think about that issue, uh, you know, that that was just one thing piled into this bill at the last minute that didn't get much scrutiny until after it passed. And it was just a phantom committee that agreed to throw that and a wish list of other policies that weren't going anywhere into, into that one bill. 
And, you know, that's the problem. And you had, like, the we scored the House, also the omnibus, excuse me, the omnibus environment bill, policy and supplemental appropriations, bill number eight in our 2022 report. And in that one, you can still go online. And if you go to versions, a uh, version list in the uh, web, the House website or whatever, you can find a conference committee report that so the, the if the House and Senate don't agree on versions of bills, when they pass the floor, of course, there's a conference committee that's appointed by the leadership to uh, iron out the differences and bring something back that they can agree upon and send to the governor. So they produced a report, says we, the conferees, agree on on these matters, and, and now I want to substitute the following amendment for for this for for the for the as the bill, right? And so they did that, but they got word from the governor's administration not to bring it to the floor anyway, so they never brought it to the floor. So they were, <laughs> so they came to an agreement and they still didn't bring it to the floor. Yeah. So so and there, that wasn't the only bill like that. So it's a so it's a bipartisan problem and. Yeah. As far as this legislature needs to reassert its its own its own role, and the governor, frankly, would be best to line out and veto some things out of the budget. But I think he'll be pleased with how much he can hand hand out instead. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so that gets you to twenty twenty two for the most part. Uh, as far as the individual bills, just go to our report, uh, and you can see what we tried to score. We only score things that can make it through the to the floor so we can score every member of that body of the legislature. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it's just not where it needs to be in terms of having single subject bills that no. you can score on the merits. Uh, we had five honorees, uh, representatives Barr, Driskowski, Lucero, Mortensen, and Munson. Yep. And good news is the Senate has been a uniparty culture where we've seen a lot of uh narrow margins in the house on on floor votes where in the senate would be like 66 to 0 65 to 2 routinely right once something passes the house the senate if it if they think it has is popular or has some special interest support they just rubber stamp it instead of being a separate body but uh now that we three of those honorees are going on to the senate maybe there's hope for some of those things to change um we you know and, and one other caution about the report 2022 report is whereas on the high end the people that tend to score the highest on the criteria we used for evaluation which is right on the top of our report and top of our website uh, the individual liberty respect for the constitution legal and moral order and and all the and so forth free enterprise um the people who tend to score the highest tend to consistently score the highest right but the low end is not as predictive because when you have to score out you get stuck having to score all these multi-subject bills. You get people that score vote against them, and because they wanted more policy or more money put into them, right. so so the low end scores are not quite as predictive. But nevertheless, uh, we we try to give you a, a compre- not a full, but a, a, a pretty good snapshot of any legislative year and the most important bills that came to the floor. We tell you what the bill does, what the likely impacts are. And what our reasons were for favoring it or opposing it. So even if you disagree with us, you'll learn something out about the bill and learn why we went the way we did. So uh, I, 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 the, the big question I have is, I mean, 
This has been, uh, I mean, this, this this plague of omnibus bills and, and all the evils they can see and, and all of the, the, the government perfidy that they help to conceal and all the political uh, back backbiting that they that they facilitate. I mean, we've known this has been a problem for, for as long as I've been involved in political political uh, media in the Twin Cities. Twenty odd years now, really, frankly, everyone's known this, and yet it will never be an issue that dominates an election. So it will never be anything that dominates the decision that gets made about all of our legislators. I mean, it's never going to rise to the top. I mean, I mean, this last election. Uh, omnibus well, bills weren't even well, in the top that, thirty. That's where, I guess you have you have to uh, when you're uh, as an organizations that are uh, getting together to uh, support candidates at the at the basic level, at caucus convention level. And there's some legislators that would like to kind of get rid of caucus convention and just go to primaries, of course. Right. But but uh, at that basic level, you have to make sure you support people that not only can win, but also people that are going to support your principles uh, and, and the constitutional principles and, and limited government and, and, and not only in their votes, but in, in who they support. So the, like the leadership, when they elect leadership, yep. that leadership has to be on board with, the, with those same things in order, because they dictate so much of what, what, what happens. <sighs> It's going to be a long-term job, oh, yeah. to say the least. No doubt. Uh, 651-289-4488 if you have questions for John Augustine, the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. 
Factors now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, a 10-day adventure to Israel that you will remember forever. The standard Stand with Israel Tour, October 25th through November 23rd of this coming year. You'll be joined by Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager, who will be broadcasting live on the trip, making sure that you will remember this trip forever. Register today and get the full itinerary at am12athepatriot.com. to the number to call. John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly is with us. Uh, Let's look ahead to 2023. We're told that we've got a uh, a ultra double plus super awesome uh, uh, surplus, uh, John Augustine. Of course, it's uh, plumped up by both lots and lots of federal uh, direct federal stimulus to the states. It's plumped up even more by consumer spending inflated by more stimuli to the people itself inflated. So 8% of that inflation is basically just vapor. But I predict here right now, this may, this may be a real radical prediction, but I predict that all $17 billion of this quote surplus end quote is turned into permanent spending that when the economy turns around sometime in the next year or so, will turn into a multi, perhaps, perhaps a, uh, a a more than ten billion dollar deficit sometime by twenty twenty six, maybe twenty twenty four. Thoughts on my prediction, John Augustine? I would temper that just a bit. Really? I, I think that there will be some kind of give back of surplus money, uh, just slightly more than the. Uh, the hero checks debacle. Yes. But uh, <laughs> en- enough for people to remember it, but certainly not a uh, large proportion and not in proportion to the way taxpayers paid into it. You're right. Most of it, I think, will just go into permanent spending. And I bet you it comes to the people in in envelopes labeled Waltz checks. <laughs> I, just, I, I swear, they may as well just put posters of the guy up on the wall like Kim Jong-un. Anyway, yeah. looking ahead to 2023, what's uh, the LEA? Uh, thinking about uh, about looking ahead to this next legislative session coming up around the corner here, John Augustine. Well, you're going to see the Senate confirm Waltz, Waltz's cabinet appointees, and and there'll be a lot more appointments to unelected bodies and judicial appointments and so forth uh, that uh, will be on the left side of the spectrum. And there's nothing that the the uh, anybody on the right can do about it anymore, and they they didn't do anything about it. 
when it came to uh, the most egregious offender last time, uh, Jan Malcolm. So yeah. <laughs> when they had the chance to do something. So um, there's going to be, you, know, you can basically listen to what they say they plan to do because the media, for the most part, just the last establishment media is just going to be cheerleading for them. So, And you can look at bills that they have passed, at least in one body in the past, that didn't make it into law, which most of them will be back and signed into law. Uh, rattling off a few, you've got support for Equal Rights Amendment, but with language updated to protect gender identity. Oh, boy. Uh, driver's licenses for illegal immigrants, uh, paid family leave mandated upon employers, and so on. Uh, more mass transit boondoggles. Uh, they may very well, at some point, legalize but regulate more forms of recreational marijuana while also banning flavored tobacco products. You know, that makes per- <laughs> perfect sense, right? Yes. So, uh, uh, one thing where I don't think they might, at least in the short term, get to all all their uh, goals would be on gun control because uh, they still have to rely on a few legislators from outside the core urban areas uh, for, on, in their caucus. And voting you know, from the Iron Range, for example, if they yeah. vote for gun control, that's you know, political suicide. So. One term, uh, a lot so, of one term representatives. So, yeah. uh, so they might have to reduce their expectations there, although you can't take it for granted. you got to be vigilant and... And you know, that's always a chance for them to insert something into an omnibus bill or something to it. And then they, well, I had to vote for this. So. Yeah. If, so. if, by the way, if you're a gun owner, if you're not part of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, what do you need? A written invitation? I'll send you one. Just okay. get, get it. Anyway, John Augustine, so, back. And then, then you get, and then, you know, we have some of the most liberal, uh, lax election laws in, this, in the country. But they're always coming up with more proposals to engineer the election system even more to their advantage. And and so you've you've got uh, uh, you've got uh, thirty proposals of thirty days of early voting without any absentee uh, application necessary permanent absentee voter status so a ballot <laughs> oh, is, no. you can select permanent absentee voter status so a ballot is automatically mailed to anybody who selects that status yeah nobody checks whether or not at some point they're competent or not at some point to just keep mailing the ballots right yeah or allowing sixteen year olds to register yeah. for voting. Uh, automatic reg- voter registration of driver's license and s- state agency benefit applicants, uh, more regulations beyond just express advocacy for or against the candidate. So organizations like LEA, okay, they could be coming under the umbrella of something has the, has the effect of aiding a particular candidate or opposing a particular candidate in the, uh, in the, in the uh, 60 days before primary or general election. Then they have more regulations they want to pass on you, uh, saying, well, you have to disclose your, your top three contributors and all this. All, so there's a lot. So stuff like that, you know, is going to impose restrictions on information, which, as we know, the left likes to do. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Then there's stuff like the national popular vote some people want. Uh, Ooh. You know, but... You're still yakking about that. And... Uh, Vague prohibitions against intimidation of election workers. So, oh boy. so I mean, there's uh, felon voting registration, red, restoration of voting rights for all felons that are not incarcerated, right? And whether they've completed the terms of their sentence or not. So, all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, so automatic restoration um, without having to go and convince a judge, right? Oh boy, right. As soon as you're released from prison, yeah. So, um, so there's, you know, there's, um, and then it. So what do we? What we? What can we do? You know that's pretty depressing, right? So we 
you know, we have to realize for the foreseeable future, they're going to be able to, the left is going to be able to vastly outspend us in campaigns, and they're going to engage in unethical uh, conduct with few repercussions. I mean, the attorney generals, the enforcement arm, right, when there's ultimate enforcement arm when there's election uh, problems, and uh, so where was that going, right? So, so uh, the left is going to keep emphasizing expanded mail voting, early voting, because it greatly boosts their ex- electoral success. So we have to empower the grassroots activists as much as possible instead of undermining or demoralizing them because uh-huh. we're going to have to rely on them more and more, right? Yeah. So, and then, and we need to become more effective messengers as well, obviously. There's no substitute for encouraging respectful yet spirited debate amongst ourselves as a way to hone our communication skills. So yeah, I'm also true. involved in the John Adams Society. We've got to, to resolve Trump is not the Grinch debate on December 21st at uh, <laughs> Hence Burger <the> Moe's <laughs> in uh, St. Paul, if anyone wants to come by that evening. But uh, we need to, uh, finally, we need to, there's a lot of different organizations that, what we all think that our own organization is the one that's most important. And there's some that are, what we do, we, we focus on our, our report, and we think that that's we, we do what we do best. Others uh, are good at getting candidates and, and come in and talk to people and take questions. Others are good at uh, state fair booths and having an effective presence there. And then you still have still others that you need for just following the reg- the maze of regulations you have to deal with if you want to run for office. Yeah. So we need to... Not we te- we have to we need all these people and more to counter the huge network of leftist organizations. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you have another uh, thing you want to get to here today. It's slightly off topic from the LEA with uh, about a minute and a half to go, uh, John Augustine. I don't know if I can do it in a minute and a half. I'll try. Oh, well, what the heck? We can actually just uh, kill time to end this segment, take a short segment after the break and, and get all to right. that part of it here. Okay. Let's talk about the John Adams Society. Wait, when's this happening? Uh, Wednesday night, Wednesday uh, night. Hmm. at 7 p.m. Debate starts at 7.30, Burger Moe's in St. Paul. Huh. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, we looked at the last election, right? Yeah, I thought maybe they'd hold it against uh, Walls for not, uh, you know, ducking debates and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it was like, you know, I thought, and, and, and even across the country, it seems like people have been so brainwashed into what is, you know, the right side of history that they don't even think about debating or exploring yeah. issues very much anymore. We, but we still think we need to do it. And we, and we need to talk about, even the Republican minority needs needs to talk about issues on the floor, even if they're going to pass, so, so they can make their case in the broadest possible venue to the most people just outside their echo chamber. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that's yeah. As far as the early debates goes, I mean, I, I think it was. I think it made perfectly sense given their strategy of getting as many early votes in as they could, and and not having Walt. Well, yeah, if you have thirty day early voting, then oh, yeah. then they won't. Then that's even magnifies. It. And I, and I've learned by the way that I shouldn't make jokes about things because today's joke is tomorrow's proposal and the, the next day's policy. But it, now that we're talking thirty day and permanent absent voter status. I can also see the DFL put, putting something and say, hey, if, you want, if you're a permanent absent voter, we can just, like, vote a whole slate for you in advance and just carry that forward as long <laughs> as long as you're on the voter rolls. Say 200 years. Uh, a more Something special from John Augustine when we come back. And much more. Uh, quick segment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back.
I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Patriotsoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Here's what our payroll customer, Laura, thinks about us. Patriot Software and their amazing team are a crucial part of our business. They handle the details of payroll and tax payments, so we can focus on delivering exceptional customer service to our own clients. Patriot's payroll is affordable, easy to use, and it keeps us organized. They're receptive to their customers and strive to demonstrate that each day. Without a doubt, we will be using their payroll services for many years to come. Thank you, Patriot Software. Five stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition? Tune in to my new show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Geld. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget the Christmas Mortgage Miracles back. We're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for the whole year next year. Enter to win daily at am12athepatriot.com. I could use that. Uh, be sure. Couldn't we all? <laughs> I'm not eligible. You, however, are, John. So be sure to check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club page at am12athepatriot.com for a chance to score bonus entries. With the money you save, you could uh, take that long family vacation you've been talking about or uh, contribute to a college or school fund, give to your mission, nonprofit, or favorite talk show, or maybe put it towards that home reno you've been thinking about forever. Apropos, not much. Something there for everyone. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can also join us on social media at Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, Getter, or... 
Well, I couldn't get logged into Mastodon successfully, but next week we will be out on Mastodon. And I think the other one was also Post. Post, I think, is another one that the, the libs are all moving to. The ones who didn't move to Canada are leaving and haven't left Twitter are still hedging their bets, moving either Mastodon or Post. Wherever they are, I'm going to be after them. So, John Augustine, Legislative Evaluation Assembly. One more time, the website for the LEA. LEA-MN.org. And, and I have that. encourage your participation. If you have a nose for research and writing, we can certainly use more help. Absolutely. I and our annual the, banquet is usually late February, early March. I have posted the uh, link at shotinthedark.info. The report is out there right now. And, of course, uh, very, very uh, appropriate timing, the, the lead article. Legislators overwhelmed by their own processes. It asked a very uh, point, pointed question. One I've asked myself, why did legislators have time to do uh, legislation right in the 1970s? But not now, with all of the tools that they have to do the job. Omnibus legislation has has basically taken over the Minnesota State Legislature, and it's it's a cancer that has really pushed us down the slippery slope towards being a centralized authoritarian state in so many ways. Mm-hmm. John Augustine, it's like it's generations of work that's going to go into this. But yeah, why why could they do this in the 1970s and not today? Right. Why does it take? Why do we need a longer voting cycle than we? Yeah. <laughs> and why does it take longer to vote? Longer to count votes? Yeah, it, it, and, and I think we all know the answer. It, it doesn't. It, it just takes longer to engineer the outcome that they want and to and to and to to exploit inertia from straight ticket voters who generally don't start paying attention to election until the week before it happens. I, mm-hmm. I think that's. Uh, I think that one answers itself here. So. At any rate, so John Augustine, in addition to evaluating the legislature and assembling the results for the LEA, you uh, have another uh, offering for the audience here right now. Describe what uh, what, what we have to look forward to. Yes, here. I do. Uh, I've been known, some people know that I've taken, made my own renditions of classic Christmas carols. You have indeed. And I was asked to do one this year. I haven't felt like doing it for a few years, but I got inspired this year while I was uh, in Thanksgiving with my family, and uh, I came up with a carol for the woke young feminists and beta males of 2022. Oh, boy. And, and it's a very liberal Christmas. It's uh, not uh, it, it's with the X, X-M-A-S. You don't, we don't want to trigger any uh, sensitivities of uh, oh, no. people who might have a, uh, of being accused of religiocentrism or anything like that. So, very very uh, thoughtful of you. And, uh, and in doing this... I, I decided the way to do it is to, uh, and I'm not doing this as LEA, by the way. Forget about LEA right no, now. No, no. It's just me. Perish the thought. Uh, uh, just entertainment. Channeling, I decided to channel the spirit of the Grinch, you know, just that dripping contempt and cynicism uh, in, in, in involved in the wish here. You, you, so. could be, uh, you could be on NPR singing this about the holidays. <laughs> in fact, perhaps you should be. We'll know in a moment here. Uh, so, yes, uh, up next, uh, John Augustine. Have yourself a very liberal Christmas. Uh, take it away, John. Have yourself a very liberal Christmas. Let your thought be light. From now on, you'll always cancel out the right. Mm-hmm. Have yourself a very liberal Christmas. Lesbian and gay, cisgender patriarchy must be swept away. Double masked for breathing, 
not so strange, like fighting climate change at home. Send your funds off to save Ukraine while they pause your student loan. Take some more implicit bias training. Check your privilege now. Pledge you'll give up stolen native land somehow. Go have yourself a very liberal Christmas now. Thanks so much, woke youngins, for giving us leftist hegemony for the next biennium. They couldn't do it without you. That's right. Well, to be fair, it's no worse than half of what's on Cool 108 for Christmas these days. John Augustine, ladies and gentlemen, uh, songs for the season. Believe me, it is it is very apposite for this time of year in this state. John, thank you very much as always. See you hopefully at an upcoming Elephant in the Gig. So you, you like what you just heard. Uh, John sits in with Elephant in the Room at least once practically every night we play out. So looking forward to that as well, John. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Absolutely. You as well. 651-289-4488. Should you care to join us? One more segment to go, but it's going to be a doozy. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. For women facing unplanned pregnancies, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the best first step in getting information, resources, and the support they need to make an informed choice. I'm talking with Bruce, a longtime supporter of RWC. Bruce, why do you and your wife continue to give? We love and appreciate what RWC offers women. Empowerment when they feel most vulnerable. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, RWC provides accurate information on all options so women can make the best choice. Our investments are fruitful and saving lives. Each week, an average of five women who are initially at risk will instead choose life. RWC is debt-free, receives no government funding, it's 100% donor-funded, and needs our help to reach even more women with life-affirming care and support. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org to help more women have the opportunity and support to choose life. Donate today at rwcinfo.org. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better image. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa 
ho, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us. I hope you do. Oh, by the way, if you not, don't want to go out there, you can also join us on hashtag Narnsha. It's N-A-R-N show on Twitter, Gab, Parler, me, we get her. And next week, kid you not, Mastodon, <laughs> until I get banned by the uh, proponents of free speech that are over on Mastodon. <laughs> further if you want to get on the old-fashioned way, though. So Donald Trump had a big announcement last week, a huge announcement, the biggest announcement in the history of American politics. Well, okay, he had one about selling a bunch of baseball cards, excuse me, NFTs, non-fungible tokens of himself in various uh, cartoonish fra- uh poses uh, what's an nft no one knows it's basically it's it's the next bitcoin it's it's a way of of getting money off of blockchain copyrighted uh digital images in other words gifs digital pictures that people make attach a blockchain to it which may or may not give you some actual security it's it's basically blockchain for pictures and he sold them for 99 bucks a piece And as Ben Shapiro said yesterday, it may be the dumbest single thing he's ever seen in American politics. And and I'm tempted to say the same. I'm tempted to say this is almost a move of someone who doesn't want to get the nomination in 2024. It's almost the move of someone in a conventional thought. The move of someone who wants to scare voters off for the next round of elections. Of course, the last people who thought that about Donald Trump's antics were were uh, were uh, uh, Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, and we know how that got them. I mean, people are fickle when it comes to politics. Maybe this is the sort of all-star wrestling move that brings Trump back from from the beyond, politically speaking. Here, and he may need to given some of the the numbers that came out this past week. And in a sense, if you are a Trump supporter, I mean, feel free to defend that. I'm I'm all ears. To me, it almost sounds like the move of someone who wants to get people to to start taking the presidency seriously, more seriously. And again, I say this as someone who didn't support him in 2016, voted him for, for him in 2020, and very much wants the GOP to move on now thing was he had another announcement that might just might have made me take him much more seriously this came out on thursday 
Uh, on Thursday, Donald Trump uh, vowed that if he were elected president again, he would ban federal money from being used to label speech as min- misinformation or disinformation and fire federal officials who engaged in what he characterized as domestic censorship and punish universities engaging in censorship activities with cuts to federal funding. Trump unveiled his plans, which included proposed unilateral executive order. By the way, this is from CNN. And I quote, Trump unveiled his plans, which include proposed unilateral executive orders, as well as legislation that would need congressional approval. In a video on Truth Social, where else? As part of his free speech platform, the first of several policy announcement videos to be released on his campaign uh, as his campaign for a second term works to recalibrate after a lackluster launch. Trump has not held any public campaign events or left his home state of Florida, uh, current home state of Florida, at least since his announcement last month of his third presidential bid. Advisors and aides have been working to build an infrastructure for 2044 campaign. The former president has remained embroiled in a number of high-profile legal battles and has come under fire for hosting a dinner with Holocaust denier and white supremacist Nick Fuentes and rapper Kanye West. So we have a number of episodes on Trump's campaign this past month that after allowing for the fact that the media is going to blow them up and and make them bigger than they might otherwise warrant being, on the other hand, you have a couple of things that, in honor of the World Cup going on right now uh, around the world in, in, in gutter, uh, what 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 they what are referred to in soccer as uh, in the soccer world as own goals when you somehow get turned around and kick a ball into your own goal and score a point for your opposition i mean these are avoid what what you might call in other sports a rookie flub in football or baseball or auto racing a rookie flub something you do when you don't know any better or perhaps who knows i mean the the fuentes and uh, kanye west flap was the sort of thing you would not expect from someone who really, really knew what they were doing and and cared about optics. It was, as someone who isn't especially a Trump fan, I can't say I was disappointed. I I am getting tired of having to defend all Republicans against these fringe characters that, that Trump accidentally or otherwise elevates to public prominence. I mean, he's elevated some people to public prominence I would just as soon be rid of. Others that I'm thankful for, thankful uh, for the Supreme Court majority, for starters. And others where it's like, I, I don't know if he intended to oblige the media by giving them a future star in Nick Fuentes, Holocaust-denying white supremacist, but he did. And while that particular teapot tempest has died down in recent weeks, it's still out there. It will be used. If Trump happens to win the nomination, it will be used. And now we have the Trump baseball card launch. Excuse me, the Trump NFT launch, the non-fungible token, the the trading cards for the Trump campaign, which at $99 a pop, I have to say, were not something I, I sought for my own life. Other people did. I mean, according to the the reports, he made a million dollars, which is what ten thousand buyers for gifts, for online pictures that you can copy and paste. Uh, Ninety nine dollars a pop. I I don't get it, and, and and I don't know that that it's well. I will say before 
again, I should say, I will say again, before I have been flummoxed and nonplussed by the fact that that Trump's approach worked with enough voters to win the presidency in 2016. It did. He defied the conventional wisdom, stood it on its head at a time when an awful lot of middle Americans, I suspect, looked at Donald Trump and thought, "Okay, well, I'm a little I looked at him probably the same way they did Jesse Ventura in Minnesota in 1998, looked at it and thought, well, you know, what do I have to lose? I mean, in Minnesota back then, really nothing, nothing bad. And in and in America, if you were a middle American uh, that Trump was reaching out to in 2016, nothing good. I mean, you, you, I mean, a Hillary Clinton administration would have been a disaster for you, if not the political class. So I get it then. Is the same... Is the same uh, dynamic at play this time around? Well, I'll I'll be honest and say I've been fooled before. Uh, let's go to St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Mitch, uh, thanks for taking my call. As a uh, baseball and football card and basketball collector, this will be this is just perfect for someone like me. And by the way, the 1966 complete set of Batman cards. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, so I think Donald Trump did what he did. It was just fantastic as far as at least gathering the card collector market and people are into cards. It's a specialized, demo- it's a specialized we, yeah. demographic, but it, uh, you can't afford to throw any demographics. I'll give you that. Perfect timing for the holiday season. So That's people right. out there get great Christmas, Hanukkah gifts, Kwanzaa gifts. It's great. It reminds me of the Thanks, can- Mitch. it reminds me of the can of Billy beer that I have uh, tucked away someplace in, in a box in my basement that I I got from someone when I was in junior high school and it was empty. I mean, it's an empty can of Billy beer, but full one is worth uh, a buck or two these days. And of course, the beer. 40-odd years later is no worse than it was in 1977, 1978. Uh, kids, ask your grandparents. Uh, Jimmy Carter's brother, Billy, a bit of a good old boy, there was a brand of beer that he, uh, that he favored. It was called, well, they, they created around him, Billy Beer. It was not a success in the market. Billy Carter was not a success as a, as a social figure. Had they had Twitter, however, back then, I'm sure he would have become a superstar as well. Certainly no worse than every other uh, Twitter influencer that's out there these days. I, Donald Trump, notwithstanding his his new appeal among card collectors, as Mark has, I suspect, quite correctly pointed out, I, I couldn't gainsay him on it because I don't collect cards. I know that I'm kicking myself for not making my kids hang on to some of their first-generation Pokemons. Parents, ask your kids. Because uh, some of them are worth a lot of money these days, and I wish I had that. <laughs> if, I, if I was fi- to find a box of those old Pokemon cards that I was buying them 20 years ago, I, I might be able to pay for that uh, getaway to Wisconsin here at this rate. But no, I, alas, I cannot. Donald Trump does need, if if you take the polls seriously, and there's ample reason not to, Donald Trump needs to make a move. Uh, granted, we are two years well, a year and change ahead of the actual serious campaigning kicking off, at least according to the conventional wisdom. Things are obviously moving a little faster than normal in the political cycle these days. It keeps picking up speed. I mean, the electoral cycle really begins as soon as the uh, war room floors are cleaned off from the previous election these days. 
But if you're looking for the Republican Party to move on from Donald Trump, well, you might just get your wish if this current poll uh, is is actually valid. As of this past week, Ron DeSantis has topped Donald Trump in a new poll, and not just a little bit. Florida Governor DeSantis uh, leads former President Trump by 23 points among Republicans in a hypothetical GOP presidential primary, according to a poll released this past Tuesday. Uh, The USA Today Suffolk University poll found that 56 percent of Republicans and Republican-leaning voters prefer DeSantis, while only 33 percent would support Donald Trump. More than 60 percent said they want a nominee who will continue Trump's policies but is not Trump. While 31% want the former president to return. Now, right there, I think, was the essence of why Trump won in 2016 and lost in 2020. For my two cents worth, and that's two cents more than you paid for it, but here you go. In 2016, Trump won because personality notwithstanding, obviously his pugnacious uh, New York uh, media-spawned personality it didn't lose him any points in 2016 or uh, didn't lose him any points he wasn't going to lose anyway. But people voted because they thought he he would he, he would bring policies that would be better than Hillary Clinton was going to bring. And by the way, he convinced me on a purely policy level, he, and by the way, the congressional majority that he had during his first two years, let's not forget that, he had, he had control of the House and Senate uh, the first two years of his administration. Didn't give him everything he wanted, but it gave him access to everything he got because that's how the federal government works. Nobody gets everything they want by themselves. We don't have an absolute monarchy. So I I personally don't care about mean tweets. I do care very much about slashing regulations. And by the way, since Trump didn't do it um, on spending as well, I mean, Trump spent like a Democrat, let's be honest. And acting in the whole nation's best interest. I, I'm not interested in relitigating the 2020 election. Uh, rooting out the corruption that does exist. Uh, sure, absolutely. Barbering on about remedies that aren't anywhere in the Constitution. I, I can't go with that. Most of all, I want to force the Democrats to defend themselves, their record, their piddling on American democracy in 2024. And if they don't have Trump to deflect to, they fail, and they know it, because this past week they started the campaign to denigrate and demonize Ron DeSantis. Watch, I predict, for DeSantis is literally worse than Hitler as a meme on social media in coming weeks. You heard it here first, maybe. Northern Alliance Radio 8, thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Jack Tomzak up next. Hi, this is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. You know, we've had an incredible year, probably one of our busiest, and it's been awesome to meet countless Salem radio listeners in our travels across the greater metro area. We've had the opportunity to help many of you with your insurance claims after the hailstorms that came through our area. But unlike some roofing contractors, we work on more than just hail damage roofs. We're happy to help you with any concerns you have with your roofing, gutters, and siding. In fact, we continue to get requests for no-obligation roof and gutter inspections to the point that we're now scheduling roofs for the first thing in the spring when weather is warming and the shingles will seal down better. So, if you still have concerns or questions about your roof or you suspect you might have had some hail damage occur this year, it's never too late. 
Let us know how we can help. Look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com or call our office at 612-900-9166 and we'll get someone out there to take a look. After all, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWT. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.